0: What up, niggas? Welcome back to episode 68 of Punks on the Pressure Podcast. I am B.A.
1: And I am Jimmy.
0: Oh, Jimmy! And like always, you can check us out <laughs> on Twitter and Instagram at Pod hashtag Punks. You can email us at PunksPod at gmail.com. What's been up, bitch? Ain't, ain't, ain't talked to you in um, three
1: months? It's so much has gone on with not a lot of nothing, for real. So much has happened, but not a lot of nothing. Um, I'm getting, as we recorded this, I'm getting to go on tour. Spoiler alert. Um, I'm going on a mini tour. Uh, I'm supposed to be going out of town um, tomorrow, and I'm supposed to be going out of town till the 4th of July. Um, So that's pretty much it. And I am packed. I got to go to sleep early, to go catch the early-ass flight. (sighs) I wish somebody would tell me to do pre-check, sign up a TSA pre-check earlier in life, but I didn't. I don't ever use that. Here's the deal: I just don't see a use for me to have TSA pre-check.
0: I've never gone to the airport and there's been a long line. Um, I, I've never, I've never spent like longer than like five minutes in a TSA line, five or ten minutes. So I don't have a reason to like pay you extra money. I always say the airline industry is that one. Well, in America, you can always make money if you provide a product or a service that make people feel like they're in a higher class. So you charge people this money just so they can like skip a line that's only like five minutes. And then, no. and then you charge people and, and then like they charge people to go into the lounge. I'm like, girl, what's the I, I don't understand like that stuff. Like I don't have that that need to feel a different way. So, it's,
1: so I put like this, because... Like, I'm too um, nosy
0: to go to, into an
1: airport lounge. Like, girl. So, so I put like this, because of, um, Hartsfield-Jackson, the lines belong, um, and especially with the shit that they've been going on now, with they canceling flights and all that shit. Hopefully they don't cancel my flight. But, um... I was like, I just go ahead and get it because i because I, I I'm from the busiest airport in America in, in the United States in what is well the world they call it. And so um I just go going to get it. I got a um appointment Tuesday to go get my fingerprints and all that shit. Uh-huh. And it lasted five years. So I did think about doing global entry, which is basically if i for customs, because I do plan on spoiler alert, going out the country at the end of the year. I don't know where yet. But um Somewhere naked, but somewhere. How have you been? Uh, where's it? Is the kid still alive?
0: Child, easy. Uh, d- listen, that has been so that's been like a, an, an adjustment. It's like I'm like, it's it's really different because, like this, like I said before, this is the first time I've had a dog by myself, and it wasn't like the whole family pitching in to help. And I'm seeing this dog like change like almost every day and like his behaviors get different and like um he's gonna be bigger than what the breeder told me he was gonna be the breeder told me he was gonna be like fifty to sixty pounds. The um vet is now saying he's gonna be anywhere from a hundred to one twenty. Oh wow that's, that's a big ass, it is. And so that's why I have to now start now start training him like really really well. I can't have a 120 pound Untrained ass dog, motherfucker, you gotta be tamed. Gizzer jumped up, Gizzer can jump up and put his front paws like on my chest. I was standing up, um, at the sink or whatever, and this nigga jumped up on my back and then knocked me down. Yeah, he's so, gonna be big at four months.
1: Yeah, he's gonna be big,
0: and so that's why I have to like get ready now. And the, and the vet keeps saying that, hey, get ready now, and I'm like. What y'all keep telling me this for? And now I see it. Like his his strength is is getting he's getting stronger, and
1: it's like God damn, this is a big ass dog. But, but it's so funny. But now now was now now I know what kind of dog Gizzard he is. Mm-hmm. I see I see those dogs everywhere now. Oh yeah, white women and love white women love them. They be in commercials like mm-hmm. they be in commercials like one of my friends had a um. One of my friends' neighbors had had a dog, like mm-hmm. Gizzard. I think I think it was a puppy, but it was it was hard headed as fuck.
0: Yeah, Gizzard <laughs> is good inside the house, but when we go outside that door, it's like it's like
1: turn up time. It's like yeah, that's that's what that dog was doing.
0: Nigga, sit down. In the inside, he don't chew on stuff. He don't do anything like that. Like he is like a chill ass dog. It's when we go outside, and I think I'm ready to move him from downtown when my lease is up in February. We are getting the fuck up out of downtown. Um, we're going back. I'm going back to um, a traditional apartment on the first floor. Um, <laughs> I wanna buy a house, but the, the the goal was to buy a house when I move here. But like the housing market in Texas right now, is like in Dallas, it's like if the only thing I can afford is like a new construction like thirty miles outside the town, outside the city. And I, I don't like new construction. I mean I don't have a problem with new construction. It's just that they have to, it has to really be a certain way. Like I don't wanna look outside and my neighbor across the street has the same house as me, just in different color brick.
1: Yeah, that's what. Yeah, I was thinking. You know, that's what I was thinking about. I
0: don't like subdivisions. That's that's really the thing I don't like. I don't like subdivisions. I like regular sh- neighborhood streets. Like I don't like a subdivision and all that stuff. But you know, I can't. You know, if I had to get a, if I was to get a house inside city limits, like the investors are buying them all up and beating you out of the um um pricing and all this stuff. It's just like, fuck. Do y'all? I, I, I'm, I'm gonna sorry. have a, I'm gonna have a hundred and twenty pound dog by February. I need a yard, y'all. Like we need to. I need
1: to move. So it's um Texas cutting down on people having Airbnbs. Not, that. A... I, I I think that, um I don't think Texas is cutting down on,
0: on anything um as far as people having Airbnbs. I don't think we really have that Airbnb problem here like okay. it's, it is in other cities. Um. Yeah, it, it is, but the investors are buying up homes and renting them out. So, so that's
1: the the house so the, that I was gonna get. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, so, I'm sorry, cut you off. So that's so what's going on in Georgia now? Because speaking of the houses, um, the because there's been like investors from Texas buying up houses in the city in in Atlanta, and people say they can't get houses now because they rent they rent out. They can't buy a house because the people from outside of the city are outside of the house outside of they don't even live in the city, I should say, are um renting the houses like people, landlord from Texas, mm-hmm. Louisiana buying all the houses and renting them out. And then they recently um did an ordinance with Airbnb about you, if you have an Airbnb, you have to live number you have, if you had you're gonna only have like two, mm-hmm. meaning and one of them has to be your house. Mm-hmm. And you have to and you actually have to live in the city where your Airbnb is at, and so a lot of people are complaining about that. That's going to take out the Airbnb business, Good. but the house the housing market in in Atlanta is high now, and so people can't get houses because of that.
0: Listen, the last time I got when I first decided I'm going to put my foot into the market, this was last year, and I had an offer on a home that was two hundred and fifty nine thousand dollars. It was a. Uh, it, it was actually in the neighborhood I grew up in. Um, um, not grew up in, but the neighborhood we we I went to school in. Like not grew up in, but like around middle school where we lived at. Um, <laughs> it's an older. It was an older neighborhood. I like older <laughs> homes. The house was built like in the fifties. It was so nice. Two hundred and fifty thousand. Two fifty nine. Um, an investor came in. My mortgage is gonna be like sixteen hundred dollars a month with escrow and all that. <laughs> The uh, investor came in and offered them three hundred thousand, and they took it. And now that they put the home up for rent for like twenty-seven fifty, my mortgage would have been sixteen hundred, and they're renting it out for twenty-seven hundred dollars.
1: Is this in there? Huh? Is it still in
0: there? I, I, you know, I haven't looked. I haven't okay. looked. Um, I was just so like that. That really fucked with me and discouraged me, and I just, I, I, I just stopped. I didn't even get back into like, oh, let me f- try to find another property. I just checked out. Um, I had two friends um, to buy homes at the, at the oh my god, at the perfect time. Like right here, like the end of last year, uh, 2020, 2021, it was like the perfect time. And they was able to find like um, homes. One of them found an old home and one of them did new construction. And it was like, it's so discouraging and i'm like this is crazy like you can tell me so i could have filled out an application and got approved to pay twenty seven hundred dollars a month for that house and rent it out but girl my i could have i could own this for sixteen hundred it's crazy crazy. (laughs) but anyway that's um that's all it is so i'm i'm looking at like um you know areas where I can it be suitable for like a, a hundred and twenty pound dog. I gotta get a two bedroom apartment now from here on out. If until I buy a house,
1: it's you know what I'm saying for a, for a dog that's a whole ass adult. It, it, that that's another that's a nigga. I'm living. I don't be living with another nigga.
0: So I gotta oh. get a two bedroom apartment from here on out. <laughs> but anyways, another thing that happened was um, Pride happened here in, um, in Dallas Juneteenth. Um, T was supposed to come down. This nigga overslept and missed
1: his flight. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> no comment. I'm not saying anything. What? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. i not saying anything. What you know? Some tea? No, but I can. But it. it it's. It's. It's on brand. he fell asleep and missed his flight so when
0: T didn't come I didn't really have anything else planned I didn't do uh, pretty much nothing but um, when I was walking uh, Gizzard uh, the path where I walk Gizzard is uh, on the same street as the Host Hotel is and I passed by it and they had the Host Hotel windows wrapped with pictures of like Saucy Santana and City Girls and stuff I was like Y'all got downtown Dallas Crown Plaza windows wrapped with Saucy Santana. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> that's that was, that was good. That, that's I mean, I, I, I was like, okay, like Juneteenth. They got June uh, Juneteenth Pride stuff, like all like the whole block was like lit up with like um, Juneteenth Pride, Gay Pride stuff. I was like, okay. Um, but yeah, I, I ran into a lot of the girls in the Seven Eleven over the weekend and all that stuff. I didn't do anything. I was really good. Um, <laughs> I didn't get into anything. I didn't even go out or do nothing. I, I feel like do, Dallas Juneteenth pride is for the for, for the youngins, and you know I'm still in my thirties, child. You know, y'all in y'all forties, I get it, but I'm still in my thirties, and then I feel like it's still too old for me.
1: Young, huh? Too young.
0: I feel like I'm too old for Dallas Pride. Hey, so, so the thing of, for me, like Atlanta Pride, uh, Atlanta Pride has different scenes. I even Pride even, has different scenes.
1: Even even for Atlanta Pride, I feel like I've aged out of events. So even
0: like the, the events o- with the flyers and stuff like that, of course, yeah, you age out of
1: those. So, and even with like. Going to mix or Bulldogs doing the doing Pride weekend? the paid thirty dollars. I'm like, nah. So, a party this year, bitch. Let's do no. a
0: podcast party.
1: I'll be at the house in the park with, the old, <laughs> with, the, with all the other old queens. I already got my outfit picked out. So, you know what? You
0: know, I might go to that this year, but it, it, that runs the same time as everybody at Piedmont, right? It's the same time.
1: Yeah. Okay, so, so I gotta do
0: both because I gotta go to Piedmont
1: so like because that. the thing so the funny thing about it is um and this is no endorsement and house in the park did not pay for any advertising so let me emphasize that um house in the park um basically started out small when i when I when i first started going it was like at a small little park probably less than 500 people was there so over the years as word of mouth happened and then especially as the gays, because when I start going, it was very few gay people. It was mm-hmm. usually like people like it was like straight family oriented and all this stuff. Drake was there. Yeah, Drake was there getting um, getting um, <laughs> inspiration. <laughs> but <clears throat> over the years, it moved to Grant Park, which is a bigger park, and now it used to be a free event, but now they got to pay to go. Oh, And really? yeah. Because it became because it became the like the popularity increased because as gays got older, they wanted to party with an older crowd. So it'd be it do be like really packed like P Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. I might do that. And the thing about and the thing about it is it's not House in the Park is not a gay event, it's for everybody. So that's that's what's more exciting because what you get is basically straight and gays partying, black, white party if you gotta just dance in the house. Hmm. Hmm.
0: So, you know, so, um, I guess at the house, ain't, ain't nobody gonna get on stage and, and talk about, they, uh, teach women how to be feminine.
1: No. Like Saucy that.
0: Santana did. <laughs> so Saucy, <laughs> so, Santana has been causing a stir for, like, the last, you know, whatever. But, you know, he just signed to his label, and you know how it is when people come up, they, they go through this thing where they gotta like try to tear people down and find stuff on them, and shit he did when he was about 19, 20 years
1: old, and you know, that's, that's just a cycle. They, you know, that kills me, because we, you see it on Twitter all the time, we need to give such and such they fly. we need to, we need to give this yep. person this flowers, but soon as they get their flowers, Y'all, lit- y'all literally go find something to go tear them down. So, why would you go dig through old testament, old DM, whatever the shit is called on Twitter Tweet. um, tweets um, about what that man said about Beyonce's daughter? Because he used what y'all thought was a Beyonce sample, which is a, from a Beyonce song, but it's not a song that Beyonce is on. Mm-hmm. But y'all went and dug that up. And then Y'all knew he was a mess before Sure did. Before he became famous. Y'all know he was a m y'all when he was with Carisha, he was a mess then, but now it's a problem. <clears> because <throat> now he now he's getting they the mad
0: because like, but, but he was so right though when he said that they feel like they want to be like in control. And the fact that Santana gave them his ass to kiss, that really, really pissed him off. He didn't he he didn't pull a lizzo. Which I think she set herself up by going and uh, re-recording that song and taking out the word spaz because um, it's somebody they told her it was a, uh, it was it was uh, ableist. Ain't that's the word for making fun of disabled people? Yes, they they, they told her it was ableist and she went re recorded the fucking song. Like girl, stop! Cause th- these people are never satisfied. They're never satisfied. Put your art out. If you don't like it, don't listen to the song. Fast forward. Now they're gonna expect you to bend to be into every request that they have, and those request their requests are always gonna be outrageous.
1: Fuck them. I, I, I think with Lizzo, she's just like, let me just go ahead and change this because I don't I don't I just I, I got other shit I gotta about. Let me just but, change. But if see, you, when you start that but,
0: trend, you're gonna have to keep doing
1: that for them niggas. I would I've Personally, when Taps changed my lyrics, hmm. I'm just saying, you know what? I didn't know it was a ableist slur because when we use spaz in our community, black, we meaning crazy, angry, acting a fool. But that's what I meant by spaz. I didn't know anything about I don't really colon. know too many black
0: people that use it, to be honest with you. I've heard it, but I've never really heard it used. <laughs> so that's why I'm like, okay, I
1: I heard it Spice, I heard it in the Foxy Brown song. So okay, yeah, she did use it. So, but even then, it was like I'm acting crazy. So I just think now in today's society, everybody's playing the oppressed Olympics. What can I be offended by today? What can I be mad about today? Yep. Instead of just like enjoying life, it's just more of I'm going to wake up, I'm going to find something to be pissed about and then I'm going to let everybody else know that I'm pissed and I'm going to get me a crowd to let everybody know that I'm pissed. Great. And that's not, and that's that's weird to me. That's weird. That's a weird flex to me. So, moving along, child, off this shit. Um, but, um, oh, let, me go, let me go back. Uh huh. So, with Santana, and I will admit, I don't agree well I think Santana does. I'm we did I'm, talk just, about what he did, huh? We just kept going. We we we
0: got on Lizzo. Yeah. <laughs> so he went on stage. He went on stage at um here in Dallas Pride and was saying that um I had the video, but fuck it, I'm gonna play that. Um he was just saying that, you know, when that gays run the world. And, you know, it's a pride event. So he's talking about gays run the world and when women need their hair done, who they call, all this stuff. And, you know, which a lot of that is true. But um, I think a lot of some women took offense to that. And I think the women who took offense to that was the women he was talking to. Mm-hmm. So, so- <laughs>
1: <laughs> because even the video that I sent you earlier with um, Funker Da Neva and Al. Mm-hmm. Which is Star Jones' ex husband and Claudia. Claudia was upset and Faka leave her And I was looking at her like, What you're not saying is y'all don't take off for like, cause Claudia, cause Claudia was like, I will take off for y'all like, No, nah, girl, y'all, most of y'all don't. Because the first thing they y'all don't. get mad about, they don't. The first thing you get mad about, you call us a faggot.
0: The first time when a boyfriend say something homophobic, they're not gonna check that nigga. They're or not anything. gonna check
1: him. They're not gonna check him for that. Then, um, what else was brought up? Um, as soon as you get mad with a dude, if he don't like you, you automatically think he's gay, hmm. I eat real housewives. Hmm. And even when you don't take us for like you think you do, and claudia was getting you know, upset with that. So I was proud that Funka the Neva even the Daniva and Al mentioned that on their pot pl- on their platform. Because to me, number one, I'ma say this, and I'm going care, I don't give a fuck who get mad about it. I don't have, I don't have, I don't have girls as friends. I have, I have very few on the reason why I don't have girls as friends, because number one, I'm not your fucking accessory. I'm not your babysitter. I'm not your therapist. I'm not your homegirl. You're not going to treat me like a asexual unit. You're not going to care about my feelings. You're not going to ask me, how do I get fucked? None of that shit. I have had that happen in the past. I'm not going mm-hmm. to go through that. Here's, <laughs> go ahead. So for me, what he was saying that we all we all therapists and all that stuff. That's y'all. That's not me because, as I said before on this podcast, I'm the only diva in my in my friend group.
0: So the reason why I don't have a lot of female friends, um, I have like the times I have female friends or is, is you, I hate women friends. It's when Lady uh, friends, lady friends. is when Chad, um, we sound like one of them uh, uh, lunch table cafeteria podcasts. <laughs> I'm talking mm. about. <laughs> But anyways, reason why I don't have um when I when I do have like uh, women, lady friends, it's normally coworkers. Um, and when I don't work there no more, we stop talking. <laughs> and uh, it, and the reason being is that what I found is that um, even though uh the gays may say or oh, whatever, I'm um a queen or whatever it may be, straight people don't see that. Straight women don't see that, and they see me because I'm just to, uh masculine presenting gay that they they treat me in a way that they would treat like a baby daddy almost <laughs> like they expect me to do like manly things for them and like um like gentlemanly things for them and that's one reason like I feel like why wow, I'm not straight because I'm not a gentleman and <laughs> a- I don't know how to um <laughs> I don't know how to like open your door for you and like do the things that men do around women they expect me to do those things and i and those things are like foreign
1: to me girl i actually do that so (laughs) i I actually do that because i i I am as i I consider myself a southern gentleman i do um (laughs) i do so um (laughs) so i do open doors for women i do hope I mean, here's the deal.
0: Strangers, I mean, if, if you come in, like, if, if it makes sense, yes, absolutely. But, like, we traveling and stuff, and you expect me to be the one to tote your bags just because I'm the man or
1: hold it. And, you know, stuff like that. No, girl. No, I ain't hold, I'm ain't i not holding your bag. Stuff I like I that. Do. like, no. So what I will do, and I know most people call it, Would they consider tossing masculinity? No. What I will do, especially so let me correct something. Let me go back. So I do have girlfriends and my girlfriends that are girlfriends, they have gay brothers and gay got gay brothers, gay uncles, mm-hmm. and gay friends, relatives. So they already know my temperament. Cause they already they see the temperament they deal with, they know my temperament. So they mm-hmm. cool. So with that said, the girlfriends that I do have, if we out. I ain't I ain't gonna let her pump no gas even though it ain't my car. I ain't gonna let her get out of the car and pump gas. I'm not gonna do I'm not gonna let her do that. I'm Jeez. not I'm not I'm, I'm not gonna let her do that. Um if I pump my open, mama gas, that's it. Cause I, I
0: mean I know look, better. <laughs> I know better than okay. My mama wouldn't even like get out the car if she put the gas station with me in the car. Right. So I would like I know better. But anybody else, I'm like, girl, what?
1: <laughs> so I would so I'll pump the gas for them and I will open the door, i would open the door. For them and all that stuff, because like I said earlier, I am, I am, I, I consider myself a southern gentleman. I'm country. I love, I love being a gentleman. I'm a freak, but I'm still a gentleman at heart. Yeah. So, but it just, it's just my nature. Um, what I will say that there is no, it, they make it seem like it's a battle, it's like black women versus black gays. You see that shit on Twitter all the time. And it's not really a battle to me. It's what it is, in my opinion as fucking even said, it's people battling for spaces that's not really existing, if that makes sense. They think there's a space there, but it's really not a space mm-hmm. that they're trying to get to. And it's like, oh, because we got this thing going on, mm-hmm. black gays, gay pop gays are getting more than women. We got to battle. like, no, we still, shit, we still in a fucked up ass spot. Truthfully, at the end of the day, contrary to popular belief, we still we still dealing with discrimination. We're still dealing with Black, being black and getting killed every day and stuff. So, mm. so it's so it's not like it's a big hoopla getting his face. But Saucy has been always been a mess to me, in my opinion. And <laughs> and y'all put that mess on the pedestal, and this is what happens at the end of the day. So good, like good luck to him and congratulations because he he's still getting booked and he's still getting booked and busy and performing. Booked
0: and busy, still getting BBLs. In the
1: whole, <laughs> but
0: anyways, moving along to the word of the week. This is damn. We still. This is. We only have the word of the week. So, word of the week is TV. Now we've talked about TV in the past, mm-hmm. but I, uh, I bring this up because I was looking. I got cable. um Last month, and the bill came, and um, this is what made me think about <laughs> this what made me think about cable, girl. So, this is what made me think about TV. So, um, so I feel like a dumbass because not not really feel like a dumbass because I got this cable and I told myself I'm gonna get back into watching TV like I used to, and <laughs> um. I added TV to my Wi-Fi package. And then I haven't watched nothing on TV but Real Housewives of Atlanta.
1: Because there's nothing on TV. Everything is on streaming channels.
0: And I ended up watching the Paramount Plus and YouTube.
1: Because literally, there's nothing on TV because everything is on streaming channels.
0: I feel like all the stuff I used to watch on that, um, like Oxygen and Lifetime and all those uh id channel stuff i used to watch i feel like the podcast and stuff these days are better than that stuff that's all so be- shows
1: because lifetime went from white women in distress to black women in distress stories and <clears> oxygen, <throat> oxygen has turned into the white women in distress channel they have and oh yeah they the basically the ID, ID channel for white women. It's ID yeah, channel, but, but it's right around white women. The ID channel, I will admit, have not watched in a long time, because I used to watch it religiously, but I haven't I, watched listen, it in a long time. I was in a depression, didn't know I was in a depression until
0: I came out of it. And during that time, I watched nothing but the ID channel. Like, I don't know, when I tell you... I only watch the ID channel, and it's to the point to where like a lot of that stuff has started to be reruns for me.
1: I'm gonna tell you the the ID channel ruined a lot of shit for me, and when I watched it, so a couple of years ago, and I, if you ever go to the website, it's still up there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I wrote um, I wrote a blog post about how the ID channel fucked up my dating life mm-hmm. because, long story short, I became suspicious of everything. Oh, girl. Because I was like, <laughs> if I go to somebody's house, am I gonna leave? <laughs> are they following me? Are they following, are they following me around? Do they had followed me around and they and they call? They, <laughs> are they people through my window? It was like little shit that was like making me paranoid. And then I used to watch um, Lieutenant Joe Kinder. I cannot I cannot mm. think of the name of that damn show. That's
0: it. Um, a Homicide Hunter. Yeah, I used to watch. That's that. That's my show. <laughs> It's so, one of my
1: favorite shows on Ali Channel. So I was watching that, and I sat there one day and had a whole marathon. I got dep- it got scared as fuck. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily scared, but just like paranoid. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, I got to stop watching this because I'm absolutely paranoid of everything. It Suspicious took my mama. Everybody. It took my
0: mama. I-, I was living at home during this time. And then she was like, she was like, why are you always watching this stuff? And I was like, you know what? You're right. she was like like, how you watch this stuff about murder and stuff that people die every day all day like why are you watching this and I was like you are right. like I didn't tell her that though but
1: (laughs) because it it, it literally became especially first 48 I cannot watch first 48 I I stopped watching first 48 and I remember when first 48 was used to be on Netflix and I worked from home had a marathon I forgot homegirl name from Memphis but that was my homegirl
0: I know you talking um, about. I, I know exactly who you're talking about. My, <laughs>
1: with the mission. short hair, with the short haircut? With the short hair and the and I I know the audience can't see me talk. <laughs> I know the audience can't see me talk, but I'm literally doing my hands like she used to do it when she yes. talked on the show. But between that, between Force 48, ID channel. And then my friend Drama got me to listening to True Crime Podcast. Mm-hmm. It was it was just like murder, death, kill, kill to the point I'm like, okay, I got to watch something else. Hi, murder muffins. <laughs> so I was like, oh, oh my God. And so even now, um, Kills had me listen to a podcast uh, recently. Uh, um, she gives great podcast suggestions. Um, even with that, when I listen to it, it was good, but the quality of when I used to listen to true, true true Crime Podcast pre-pandemic was totally different now because it was like you just regurgitating Here's my rules for True stuff. Crime.
0: Here's my rules for True Crime Podcast when I listen. You have to be almost an investigative journalist yourself. You, can, you can't you can just read articles like we do here on this show. You got to do right. a little bit more on um, you know, you can read more, multiple articles, write documentaries, then do your own write-up and present it. You're still taking other people's information, but you just put a little more effort into it, put into your own voice, and you can tell when people have has done that. And I also don't like um um white women with vocal fries who say I don't like um, that either. who say um I could probably deal with a vocal fry if you have good content and, and you're not saying um after every um yeah um yeah. She got killed by her boyfriend, yeah. Um, and then they go on commercial break. And then like <laughs> white bitches, them white bitches will put six commercials on a thirty-minute episode. Advertisement. <laughs> they,
1: they gotta get the they gotta get paid too. But so and, and, and um, I want to talk about this
0: bad boys club bullshit. Yeah, that's what we've been talking about. That's what, that's what we are supposed to be talking about when we brought up TV. <coughs> so, <clears throat> there's a show out, if y'all don't know, it's called Bad Boys Club. It was brought to my attention when my mother was supposed to be casted for season one, Andrew Carwell.
1: Oh, I was like, so
0: <coughs> Bitch, I'll slap you. <laughs> my, mom the, to, I'm like... my mother was supposed to be casted on this show, but he backed out. Um... He backed out at the... Um, at the, what, when they was recording the promo. Yeah. Which doesn't make sense. Y'all recorded the promo before y'all filmed the season. People record record the promos after the, 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 the show has been shot. But anyways, Bad Boys Club is a bullshit show. I've never seen a second of it, so I, I've never logged in. I've only seen clips of it, but it's just these gay men in the house fighting. Hey, bad, bad girl club. I didn't watch, I haven't, I stopped watching Bad Girls Club, honestly. The, the, the season when, when, when that girl, when, when that girl, um, the Oompa Loopa looking girl was hitting them pans. Oh,
1: Tanisha. That's the last time I saw Bad Girls Club. It was like, honestly back when that was on. Like, season two or three, what was that? Yeah, season two. That's the last time I actually watched Bad Girls Club, because when I watched, when the first season of Bad Girls Club was introduced, I remember it was supposed to be in the girls' Um they was doing bad shit, but they was doing they were redemption. counseling, right? They were in counseling, counseling yeah. and all yes, I remember yes. that. It was redemption. And you see girls that was doing all right, I'm trying to get I'm trying to get rehabilitated, trying to stop fighting and all that stuff. But then it turned to let's yes. fight, straight up fight. And so I'm like, I was it's, not interested. It's no story that. it's no story being told. Okay,
0: y'all bad boys. How about y'all tell the story about what makes people think that y'all are bad boys like tell that story not just put y'all in the house fighting like that is so lazy and and, and it's only and you selling yourself cheap because you proven yourself to be a liability so now you're not going to book nothing else
1: what it is quality so what it is to me and and this is my prejudgment of reality shows in general and when we talk about um the chasing shows, what I was turned off about chasing Atlanta. They don't fight um, on there, but anyway. The first episode, the first season when I watched it, they, they argued and it was like, okay, what's the point? So for me, and I think, I think I said this on a previous episode we were talking about TV shows before. Mm-hmm. For me to be into your reality show, number one, I just don't want to see fighting. I just don't want to see fight. I just don't want to see you arguing. I want to see you Tell me why I should be rooting for you. Number one, yeah. why why do I care about your life? And and with the previews of Bad Boys Club, based on what I seen of the cast, I was like, I have no interest in this because what I've seen is I see it as fighting. Even though they try to put in the stories, I think they try to do a story with Kirk Franklin's son coming out the closet as something I don't know. And I didn't mean to say that. Defensively, but I don't know where he came out of cause the ass. So I don't. Know. They even go but, so in this show. I never seen them. I
0: never seen clips of the show of them going anywhere. They stayed at the house the whole time, they, right?
1: They I, they went to the, the clips I've seen. They went to the house and went to the studio, and girl, that's pretty. That's pretty much it. What I did under what I didn't like. Number one, I only think he listened to the show. Milan Christopher to me, and I say this to anybody: you're too old to be on the show fighting with young niggas same thing about the old niggas that's in Chase Atlanta and that's what's in the other show. I can't think of his name right now. Um but you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. You too old to be you too, to like- <laughs> too old to be fighting and arguing. You too old to be fighting arguing with young ass niggas that have not lived. That's just my opinion. That I have no interest yeah. in. If you're not going to mentor them, why are you sitting there arguing with them? Number one, why are you in this and I hate to say it like this. Why are you even in the same fucking sp- in the same fucking space with them?
0: That's true. Here's the deal. I don't see anything wrong with a 38 year old doing like one of those YouTube reality shows. I don't think there's nothing absolutely wrong with that. It's
1: just um, it had to be age appropriate for me,
0: right? And it, it, it's just like tell a story, tell a story, and, and 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 it all makes sense. It's it's not about just um. Uh, Milana's just a bunch of missed opportunities. I mean, you you, uh, you was I mean, you just don't know how to like you don't at minimum have like some behind the scenes job in entertainment that you done, you could've came up on.
1: What's and the, the um
0: of, well all the gays that was on um love and hip hop? like girl, I the only one still working in entertainment is Ray Cunningham.
1: Ray and Zell still Zell Zell is to, doing what? He still, he still. Um, I ain't talking about being
0: on love and hip hop. I'm talking about doing stuff outside of love and hip hop. No, he still, he still. I
1: don't know what he does, but he um, does
0: OnlyFans.
1: I was gonna say besides that, but he does something. But my thing is this: with Milan Christopher, and I'm, and I'm gonna give his props. Where well, I'm gonna give his props, Milan to me, like I said, is missed opportunities because number one, you could have had your own reality show by yourself, period, because you are, you are. a Talented singer in quotations. Um, you do have a. a I are being generous, girl. In quote, like I said in quotations. <laughs> um, you have your own sex toy. That's a top selling sex toy of that's fleshlight. And then many black people got a fleshlight of or a dildo. So you have that. You have you have a modeling. A, you have a semi-successful modeling career. You had your own. Thing on Love and Hip Hop, you could have did you if you were smart enough I'm not going to say smart enough. Let me not say you because I'm not going to call you dumb. I'm not going to go that far. If you had the right idea, mind, you could have had your own reality show, a picture to yourself instead of doing Or no, not arguments. even that. He, if you want to do,
0: he, he trying to do a, a spin off of Bad Boys Club. Why don't you just do another reality show and make it like age appropriate and just like do it that way with other people like that's you know, can show a different thing that can show a story. Like I'm not I'm not interested in saying and, and then like it's also lazy for the people over there at Zeus. I didn't know the owner of Zeus was w wasn't gay. I thought that man was gay. But apparently uh it he's not. Mm-hmm. Um it comes out that he's that, not. That's new to me. Too. Um I, I was like I thought that was just like a no I thought everybody just knew that. I um mm. Um, but they okay, won't you start a um a fighting league? Like a gay, um, uh, what is it called? MMA or whatever. Start some shit like that if you just want them to fight. right like, don't don't
1: Chow. My and also let me and let me and let me talk to y'all young gays, and this is your auntie speaking to y'all. <sighs> don't chasing fame is not what it's meant to be. Get your bag up. Either start get you a business, learn your business. Going on a reality show to fight is not getting you to the bag. What is make you, make it, it's making you making is making you like an ass. Make, it's
0: showing that you, fight. like I said earlier, it's showing that you are a liability and that nobody else is gonna work with you
1: because it's, you ain't you ain't getting booked
0: nowhere else. And speaking of uh the girls and TV, we are gonna cover this very 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 quick. Drag Race has been underwhelming for me. Um, All Star Seven, um, I'm not really feeling it. Um.
1: I disagree. I disagree
0: um, um I just I mean it's good, but I'm just I like it's like okay, I like I feel like I know what these girls can do. So it's like it's like I want to see new That's so all. what
1: so what it is in my opinion, and, I, and yes. I, I
0: really think it's it's the no elimination that's fucking with me.
1: It's the no, it's the no elimination, number one. So what I know, so there's there's no elimination. Okay, cool. They already won, so there's no elimination. Cool. What to me is throwing it off for me is no one gets a bad critique. Hmm. No one, no one, no one gets a bad critique. People that should have gotten bad critiques this season. They should have been worried.
0: Evie and Monique
1: out, Monet out all season. And they and it's like, oh, such and such, this, this, this. And i was like, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. Hold up. Regular season of Drag Race. This person would have got red. Regular season of All Stars. They were like, girl, this is your second time here. Why are you still doing this? This season, they let the girls just... 'Cause I guess because you ain't, you really ain't going home, mm. there's no need for you to get a bad critique.
0: But yeah. Mm. Who you think gonna win? And let's, let's let's give me your predictions. Let's move on. Who you think gonna win?
1: Mm. Um, Jinx.
0: I think Jinx is gonna win as well. Um it's kinda of obvious. Um, but yeah. Because
1: um because in in the beginning of the season, I thought it was gonna be Shay, but as the season progresses. It's either going to be Jinx or the Vivian? So, yeah, Jinx or the Vivian.
0: All right, let's <sighs> move on to some
1: to, to some articles
0: people come for. Some bullshit that's been happening around the country. So the first thing that happened: a DoorDash door driver shoots Chick fil A employee over a milkshake. In Philadelphia, Philadelphia police took a delivery driver into custody after a shooting sent a fast food employee to the hospital. Police told WPVI that a delivery driver working for DoorDash got into an argument with an employee of a Chick-fil-A because the driver believed a milkshake was missing from an order. So this man, let me pause, this man done shot at somebody over somebody else's shit? That's a first because you you You're door the george ass driver. And you're shooting at somebody because you believed, didn't even know for sure, you believed the milkshake was missing from an order. Maybe
1: they got a good-ass tip.
0: The police said the 17-year-old was shot even after employees had agreed to uh, make the missing milkshake. The 17-year-old was taken to the hospital with a gunshot wound to his leg. Police told WCAU um, that surveillance cameras outside the Chick-fil-A were recording the shooting and the officers found a spent uh, shell casing outside of the restaurant. Um, And they were saying that they were going to be able to they were going to be able to identify him with all the uh, footage and everything and yeah, and, and the the seventeen year old expects to fully
1: recover. Oh, that's fucked up. We get shot off a milkshake.
0: That is like,
1: and it wasn't even yours
0: for the girl. Dora has. I mean, maybe he was gonna like he. Maybe he wanted it for himself. He was gonna take it. <laughs> he he said, "Oh, they ordered a milkshake. I'm gonna take that milkshake." And he got mad because they didn't get to
1: Side note: I need to order me um since they back the peach meal shake from Chick-fil-A.
0: I've never had one. It's so good. Everybody talk about how good they are.
1: With, they, with their um, anti- LGBT stance, but it's still good.
0: All, I only... I, 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 I eat Chick-fil-A if it's convenient. I don't go out of my way to get Chick-fil-A. I don't ever get a taste for Chick-fil-A. I eat Chick-fil-A because it's right here. You know, that's... <laughs> It's it's right here. I don't feel like I, I'm probably in a um in a like shopping area somewhere where it's at um and it's like okay it's just right here. Let me go right here and get this real quick. I you know because for me Chick Fil A was originally in the malls only where I'm from like back in the day.
1: Uh, before mm-hmm. they started building um individual locations, because mm, as long as I remember, Chick Fil A has always been. I know Chick Fil A has been in the mall. But has always been a restaurant. I don't ever I mean, I, I remember I remember the
0: shift of going to the restaurants because they just used to only would be in the malls. And I, but would I do um, the mall with Chick-fil-A.
1: But I do remember on the black only white people were going to Chick-fil-A. Like Arby's.
0: <laughs> so you heard what's been going on with Monique. Monique and Netflix settle race and gender discrimination lawsuit over biased stand-up comedy offer. Um, The settlement comes over two years after Monique accused Netflix of offering less for a stand-up special than her fellow male and white female comedians. Uh, Y'all know the story back in the day. Um, I mean, not back mm -hmm. in the day when uh, she said that they lowballed her. Um, But I think what the lawsuit was is that... uh, not only did they lowball her, they wasn't willing to negotiate, and I think that's um, what she won the lawsuit on.
1: No, so that's totally it's opp- the opposite way. Is it? It's it opposite. So from what I read, um, so they did lowball her, and the judge agreed that they lowball her. Um, what Netflix did say, um, they was willing to negotiate with Bonique, but once she said. Y'all don't want to give me money because I'm black and y'all get other white bitches, this, this, this. I'm filing a lawsuit. That's what I oh, we I know negotiations are done. That's what Netflix said. Um, there's this rumor that Monique got millions of dollars. We don't know how much money Monique got, even, even if she got that. Um, what I will say, and I'm about to get canceled for it. Who cares? Um... They did. I will say this: they did lowball her. But my question is to her: What have you done lately to get this S amount of money that you deserve? Because in the meantime, where is your TV special? Where is your podcast? Where is your YouTube channel? Where is your where is your sold out shows to prove that you deserve this money? Yeah, don't get me wrong. Yeah, you did good. Lowball. You did. And you should negotiate the same thing with the DL DLU situation. You should have negotiated more. But I'm glad this is one story that we don't have to hear, hear about again. But I do want to say this, and I'm being going to keep this real 1,000. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of people being victims and playing this victim card. I'm tired of people making victim a brand. Meaning, at some point, you have the resource because you had the resource to start a podcast. Where is that? You had a resource to have a comedy show that sold out. Comedy show, you may not have sold out no arenas, but you could do a sold out show somewhere. You could have had your own movie, something not being this, I being blackballed. I'm talking something. No, let me stop. I'm a <laughs> <must say>, <laughs> all right stop because i'm about to see some shady stop soaking girl right, stop me
0: so here's my thing on um monique excuse <laughs> me monique does this thing where when she she tries to make her problems like all of black people problems all of black women problems and i'm not really a fan of that um uh I did read over this article, and I think that that is kind of like what happened. Um, that was part of like her lawsuit. She was saying that they was like not willing to negotiate any further from the lowball. Like she probably would have, um, they, they wasn't willing to hear her counter offer. So they would, she was saying like, you don't know what it could have been. It could have been, um, it could have been, um, you know, something that they probably would have went with, but. That's what she was trying to say, and and so she wasn't this money, it, it, this this settlement, and it must have gave her ass clarity, cause she apologizes to to DL Hughley's family, but says she meant every motherfucking thing about the actor, which means you didn't apologize. Uh, so when she went on stage, um, I don't know if people know, but she had a, she was on a show with uh, DL Hughley, and she got mad because. Uh, her contract wasn't honored. She had a contract saying that she was supposed to be the closer, the hell out of whatever, blue, blue, blue. Uh, Dia Hughley contracts had the same thing. The people honored DL Hughley contract. They didn't honor Monique's contract. And instead of Monique management getting with the people to resolve that, Monique went on stage and lit the stage on fire um, right before DL Hughley got on stage and talked about DL Hughley, the talent. When the problem is your management, your, inc- your inc- her whole issue to me is just incompetent management, and she needs to fuck fi- like let g- all. I hate when women have their husbands and their boyfriends and stuff as managers. You don't see these niggas out here with uh, their girlfriends and wives as they managers. Mm.
1: You don't see it. It's only the women. My thing is. You should have spoke to the promoter. Y'all should, have, y'all, should have spoke, y'all should have hashed it out before you even got on the stage. And hashed it out before you even doing your sound check and all that stuff. Um, I will say this about it. And let me say this. Monique has every right to feel it in the way she feels. Bottom line, she does. However, what it looks like on the outside is number one. You have not worked. You, do, you don't. You don't want. You don't want here begging for bookings. You don't. You don't want out here begging for bookings. DL usually DL usually has jobs and Child. has jobs and getting paid. Um, we're gonna see. L- what, what's Lee gonna Daniels. Happen. Lee Daniels got book. Got bookings. Oprah got bookings. You don't want to out here looking like you begging for a job that. You might want to. You might want to say. You know what? Let me just take this for. Let me just take this L silently and call it a day.
0: Mm. We're gonna see if she gonna keep going. Like, but it's like every time she's into some shit, she try to make it like all of like this is black people's problem. Like, no, bitch, this that's just your problem. Like that's your this, management. That's your management problem. It is your it's Your incompetent. We have to make sure you say incompetent. It's your incompetent management problem. Um. So we have an update. <laughs> the shooter who killed Sweetie Pies reality TV star pleads guilty and he implicates others. So did you used to watch Sweetie Pies? I
1: used to love Sweetie Pies.
0: I used to love Sweetie Pies every Friday. They used to, I used to like tune in. Um but it's so sad how all this happened. Like the uh Tim uh PT Cruiser built ass um
1: had his uh nephew killed that was the saddest that was the saddest heart that number one it was it was the saddest story it's the most heartbreaking story the nephew because, that was on the show right because it was already sad that he got killed uh uh-huh. why why he was while the show was filming but what made it worse is your uncle is the one that had you killed
0: yeah that is sad. And then, like, and, and y'all was in the public eye, and it's supposed to be in over some money, and, like, it was just, like... Anyway, let's let's read the story. Uh, um, a St. Louis man pleaded guilty Friday to murder... to allegedly.
1: A mor- <laughs> Say allegedly. My bad. I'm,
0: I'm actually reading an article, so I don't have to say that.
1: Okay.
0: Let- I got it. <laughs> a St. Louis man pleaded guilty Friday to murdering a former um, local reality star... Um, a reality show star uh, for pay while implicated others in a high-profile crime. Uh, travail Anthony Hill, 30, was convicted of conspiracy to commit murder for hire and separate count of murder for hire Friday and the March 2016 killing of a 20-year-old, 21-year-old Andre Montgomery Jr. Montgomery was a former star on Welcome uh, to Sweetie Pie's on OWN. Um, he's the grandson of Robbie Montgomery. Um, uh, she was, you know, she used to dance for uh Ike you know, back in the day. Um he was sentencing is scheduled for September, but both counts carry a mandatory life sentence. Um he agreed to kill this man for five thousand dollars. Um and Tim, PT Cruiser built ass, uh decided that he was gonna like get his insurance money. So this made me think like was this like was they, how Were they strapped for cash? Are, are they broke?
1: No, it's come to me is very greed. So because even on the show in hindsight that Tim was opening shops all trying to open them all over all over and his mom like, why are you open the shops without even getting my permission? And I think, matter of fact, I think Miss um, Robbie ended up suing him. Mm. because, um, he was opening shops, and she was like, you basically I'm trying to my quality of my food because the he food quality to get her that's to... in St. Louis
0: Yes, he was trying to get her to not uh, the make, same. uh my jug, her tea, and
1: everything else. Yeah, so same thing, Candy allegedly doing some L- old But, um, what, it's yeah. kind of crazy because, um, Tim also got in trouble. Allegedly, got in trouble for stalking Jennifer Williams on Basketball Wives. Yes, so we're gonna talk
0: about that. Yes,
1: Yo, yeah, So we,
0: we, we're not gonna, we, don't have, we don't have the details about that right now, but Google yeah. that. Google that, y'all. Go Google uh, uh, Tim and Jennifer Williams. They were actually dating. Right, and I and believe so, everything she said about him.
1: Because now in hindsight because he made it seem like she was nuts on, her, on his show because they talked about it. I remember the episode that she lied, she's just nuts, she going crazy and all that stuff. In hindsight, you had your nephew killed of money and you trying to def- you just trying to defraud your own mama. So why would you not be stalking this lady? Sit his
0: ass to fucking jail. Well, uh, we gonna. I guess we'll keep an eye on that because that is. I used to like love watching uh sweetie pies. Uh, what's they uh what's uh the the late ass gay dude to be on there with the color contacts and she said se- and the she sell necklaces.
1: Charles. Charles, I don't think he was gay. Charles, no.
0: wanna gay girl. <laughs> I come through this fucking YouTube. This uh fucking laptop on you, bitch. Shut up.
1: <laughs> no fucking. Disrespect me like that? That he was not gay. He didn't say he was, and I'm just going by that. Of course he didn't. He's he's. I mean, maybe he couldn't. Maybe I mean
0: that's how country punks are. Country sissies are like that. They be the biggest sissies and be talking about they ain't gay. You know how they are. And, uh, that's how the sissies be in Alabama, Mississippi, Louisiana, all them sissies. They just they all they be the biggest sissies and be like we don't well, never like come out and just say I'm gay, and people like will tiptoe around it. And it's like clear he has on blue contacts and a she sell necklace. Um, sweetie, giving black okay
1: vibes. I just it wonder, was, why, the, I just wonder why, the, why everybody got blue contacts. That's why I just want those. God, a lady, okay, move on to the next story. <laughs>
0: So, um, pride is here, uh, as we discussed earlier, but, you know, it, when there's always good stories to pride, and then there's always, like, bullshit, sad stories, um, and we always have to warn y'all, like, to be careful in, in things. So, a 25-year-old got into a taxi outside um, a New York City gay bar, and he was dead an hour later. Social worker Julio Ramirez, 25, met up with a friend um, for a night out in Hell's Kitchen, a Manhattan neighborhood uh, near Times Square. Then um, they were going to go to the Ritz Bar and Lounge, a popular multi level gay venue in the heart of the neighborhood, right? So surveillance so uh, footage from a nearby uh, security camera shows ramirez walking away from the venue with three un- unidentified men at 3:17 17 a.m um, according to his brother carlos who said he was briefed by the investigators uh the four men then entered a nearby taxi a source said, but Ramirez was alone in the back seat at 4.10 a.m. when the taxi driver approached a police officer three miles away in Manhattan's Lower East Side to say his passenger was unresponsive. So, stop. let's let's put this together. So four people left the club, I don't know if they left the club, but four people got into a taxi at 3 Mm o'clock and by 4 o'clock I guess those Uh, Three had got out and one remained, and he was unresponsive. So, despite efforts to save his life by the officer in the emergency medical services, uh, Ramirez was pronounced dead at a nearby hospital. Um, And they said it was from a possible drug overdose.
1: I was just about to ask that.
0: Um, I, I don't... And so... I've read this article and and they're not saying that he had a history of drug use. They didn't say that he did. They didn't say that he did and they didn't say that he didn't either. So which mm-hmm. lets me to believe, I don't know, maybe was he I, I I don't know, but one thing that's really um suspicious is that his uh bank accounts and all that stuff was uh withdrawn and uh and um, pulled every all the money was gone out of his bank accounts and uh, when they was able to get into his email it was like these different type of transfers and stuff that had went on um which is crazy did somebody drug him and leave him in the cab like worst of uh footage the cab don't have the cameras on the inside um where they can see like the people that was in there with him and no, the cab driver wasn't asked the questions. Like when, when when he was in there by himself, he, he the cab driver didn't say, "Hey, where are you going?" Or did I mean I, I'm I'm
1: that suspicious. That's yes,
0: suspicious. like you know, I uh, and and then like he, he didn't go out alone. He went out with his friend, and they got separated. Um. Like around 3 o'clock, he was um, texting him. His friend was texting him like, hey, where you at or whatever. And um, and he never did reply. And then the next day, his friend text him. The text message they got in the article. It said, girl, what happened? I thought we left together, LOL. Um, and he he was just texting. Him. He was like, he woke up thinking that Julio's in the living room. But he wasn't. That is so
1: crazy. <laughs> How about they find people find out what happened? I we need to, I wanna keep posting on this some kind of way. That is like so crazy.
0: Y'all gotta be careful, 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 careful out here um at Pride. Whether you here in the um states or you traveling ab- abroad, be careful. Because this next thing um that I wanna talk about is actually very interesting. Um it's something that it's almost like okay, well, duh, of course this would happen. um, But I just never really, like, thought about it happening, though. Let me pull this one up. So, a shooting at the Hyatt Ziva Rivera Cancun Beach. um, And this article was sent to us by Was the T on Twitter.
1: Oh, his conspiracy theory ass. Hey, T. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But this was like really, I thought this to be really interesting because um, basically in um, in early uh, uh, November 2021, a uh, uh, daily drug dealer shooting happened outside the beach of the Hyatt, Ziva, Rivera Cancun. And long story short, what happened was is that uh, the people, the tourists come to these hotels and they request drugs. And so the hotel staff called the people to bring drugs, but this time uh, two different drug cartels showed up for the drugs, and they basically fighting over territory. And Let's it caused, and it caused a shootout on the beach because you know white people need their coke.
1: So true story. <laughs> so the reason why Tron brought this up, um, so when we went to Puerto Vallarta years ago. Uh-huh. um, they were selling drugs on the beach, literally. Like we got your we got we, we got we got your cocaina, we got your marijuana, we uh-huh. got your meth, we got your meth and all this stuff. Meth, girl, who do meth on vacation? Girl, this is a white, this is this is a white gay <laughs> This is a gay resort. So that's you know the girl. So when there's when there's when there's white gays, there's meth. And yes, I did say that. <laughs> um so I'm like, no, 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 but it was so funny that there was always people on the beach looking and making sure that they that people was was buying drugs. Mm-hmm. The, the people that selling drugs were getting them the right right kind of money and all that stuff. So I remember we was leaving the beach. And this man walked up to me and said, Hey, I got your, I got your, we got some, I got some good ass car, I got some good coat, I, I got some good crack. And I was like Crack. 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 I was like, I would have fought him. I'm like, no, but of course the white gays, they go. They had they they got they bought their cocaine, they bought they they bought their milk. And they was high as fuck. And I could just and when when this story was presented, I was like, I could see that happening because they literally were selling drugs at the beach, along with along with the fresh fruit which was good, but um, <laughs> but it <laughs> was it was they were selling fresh fruit, braided hair, and cocaine. So oh for us, That's God. what it was. Braided hair, child. So
0: like, and I was wondering because like these people, it. It just it, it just makes sense that that would happen. The amount of people that come, you think you're the only person that's coming there requesting drugs, Hmm. child. Every it has to be a whole operation. So and just be careful when you um, on vacation looking for drugs and stuff and all that stuff. And just it uh, just be be careful, be vigilant, be 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 mindful. Just just be just remember to.
1: Sometimes, sometimes it's better to buy edible and call day.
0: So on a lighter note about Pride, there was a uh, <laughs> Postmates came out with uh, this uh, special menu for Pride. Um, which we talked about this on our episode. I think it was sixty-four or sixty five called Bottoms Digest. Go back and yes. listen to the episode uh where we talked about this guy who had a book. He introduced a cookbook with um bottom friendly um uh uh recipes. Yes, and, and and it was meat. like and it was like it was like really, really neat. But I'm gonna play this uh uh clip for y'all. It was I thought it was pretty good.
2: What are you eating, Miss Pride? well if you're a top it seems like you can eat whatever you want but if you're a bottom you're expected to starve not this pride introducing the bottom friendly menu from postmates we teamed up with dr evan goldstein from bespoke surgical to bring you a menu of bottom friendly foods backed by science Insoluble fiber won't help you feel cute, so avoid things like whole grains, wheat bran, cauliflower, potatoes, legumes. Hold up, are you just fully diving into those beans? The problem with these foods is they don't dissolve in water, which could cause a traffic jam in your digestive system, making a mess of your evening. Speaking of messy, it's a good idea to avoid dairy. I
0: cannot handle lactose right now. Look at him!
2: If you're going to eat something insoluble, give your body about 24 hours to process all of it. Eat me. Soluble fibers and protein are the key to having some good, clean fun. These all digest easily and slowly while feeding your good gut bacteria, which makes sushi a great bottom-friendly option. There's no right or wrong way to bottom. But if you're planning on getting peachy this Pride, the bottom-friendly menu on Postmates has the kinds of foods that can keep you feeling good.
0: Are you organic? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I thought that was funny. It was
1: cute. That was cute.
0: It was cute. And, and people talk about gay advertising and these companies doing stuff. I thought that was that that they
1: wanted. Now there I will say, I will say that yes, I I am against commercial, commercialized gay fraud. I am, I will admit that. But with that said, hey, shit, I can change about it. With that said, I thought it was very cute, especially bottoms always somebody they can't eat. They got to eat ice. Girl, and eat sushi, as they said. Just eat, I just, eat like, eat like, it's, it's, this is what, so. I learned something. I learned something because I didn't know you eat sushi. I was like, oh,
0: sushi. Don't drown it in all that sauce and shit. That's the key. You got to eat it plain. Um, but that's what, I, so when people say the, the the term, know your body is a different, means a different thing to me than what other like gays consider it to mean, like people take when someone say they know their body as somebody that means that that person doesn't prepare themselves for anal sex. And that's not what know your body means to me. To me, know your body means, um, knowing what you can eat, what you can't eat, how long you need to wait, um uh some people i i can't flee on a full stomach some people Mm. can that's just that's what i mean by knowing your body and like what people say because i know my body but that doesn't mean i don't prepare for anal sex like that means i know my body i know what what what, if i eat this oh girl it's got 48 hours bitch like <laughs> you know it's like it's, it's certain
1: things that i know like it's, you know, it's certain things you know that okay girl I, if i eat we you no booty right or, 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 or even if i do digest it it's gonna
0: take me an hour to clean it out and i'm not doing all that it ain't worth it for me no more to, do, to be going through all that for girl let me not get, get into it and start telling all my business but um <laughs> Yes, okay. I just thought that. I just, I just thought that was like really, really funny. Like, um, like people was thinking like them um fiber pills that all people got to do is take uh what's that stuff called pure pure. All you got to do is take pure, You don't got to still rinse out. I'm like, why would you think that? Like, nobody is doing that. And this is like people just want to just like hearing themselves talk.
1: They do. Make sure you, eat, but make sure you eat. get you some sushi. Um, stay away from dairy.
0: And just girl or just don't anybody yeah it, yeah it ain't worth it to me no more to be going through all of that and um um because uh, another thing is like um if i bottom it has to be like planned like you can't call me be like hey what you doing and then think that i'm gonna like drop what i'm doing and then go prepare myself no mm-hmm. i have to be in the right zone the right mood the right everything so if i know it ahead of time i will i know to i know to start watching what i eat 24 hours in advance like this shit is all goes into like knowing your body that's what knowing your body means and that's why i I mean i'm not that nigga you can hit up and be like oh what you doing or and and you think you're gonna get something that day No.
1: Some people i like that huh some people are like that, though. Not me, but... Right. People.
0: And that's why I, I don't fuck with them niggas. You got to get away from here. I mean, I don't know who allowed you to do that, but you can't do that over here. Go.
1: I had to say to come into my head, so I'm just keep it to myself. Are uh, you sure? Yes. All right, then. I it offline with you. <laughs> well, we're, we're, we're moving right
0: along to the end of the show. We're going to wrap this up with instead of asking for your friend this week jimmy has an announcement for you guys
1: so i'm so the announcement is i am actually taking a break from the podcast i'm not quitting the show i'm basically doing a andre 3000 basically um the, the band is still together but right now i'm just taking a break to focus on some some things in my life um not to get into full details it's nothing let me say this so it's nothing that anyone has said maybe mad none of that stuff it's just right now that i'm trying to refocus my life and regroup and it's about it's about that time for me to regroup and some things i will eventually come back um for writing i will eventually will come back but right now i just need to focus on some personal things um but i will say thank you you to everyone that has supported us over the three years three years that we have done a show and and continued support i will miss y'all so much um doing it and right now i don't know when i will be coming back but i will be coming back
0: and i will still be here for you guys every week every other week <laughs> I'm still gonna be here, so come back and be here with me because I will be here by myself. So I need the listeners here to-, to um hear me talk, bitch. Why Jimmy go through his midlife crisis? We're gonna hold it down.
1: And, <laughs> <laughs> and like you, like you're, so you're, joking, you're joking, but you're being like, you're dead, 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 dead ass. Because truthfully, contrary, like, look. Like, Contrary, <laughs> to looks, contrary to how I look, <laughs> I am, I'm 41 years old. I'm about to be 42 at the end. I'll be 42 at the end of the year. And so it's like I'm regrouping on certain things, like what's important in my life, what I, I need to make some personal stuff happen, and I just need to take some time to regroup.
0: I'll never forget, uh, Lawrence told me I was going through a midlife crisis when I got my nose pierced last year. Yeah, I, I, I was
1: thirty six. <laughs> I, <told, laughs> I told my mom the same thing when I got my nose pierced. She was like, "You yeah, got your nose pierced." I'm like, yeah, "It's a midlife crisis." <laughs> like I have, I have, I have a midlife crisis, and it's the and the fun thing about it is I feel like I am going through a midlife crisis, country, so to speak, because I have grown my hair out, I got a nose ring, and if y'all yeah. follow me, um, y'all follow me on Instagram and Twitter, you see my titties out every chance I get. but it's it's more of a situation now without going to full detail and not making this a as me situation it's like right now I fully have come into my own if that makes sense oh yeah so I'm trying to enjoy and really get a sense of what that really means
0: well like I say we'll be here for you and we're still going to keep it trucking and keep it moving
1: along. Punks Under Pressure will be here. If you see um, me with a flute like under 3000, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> so. because you just catch that nigga around Atlanta with a flute? So
0: make sure, <laughs> yes, everybody that's listening, make sure y'all come back. While Punks Under Pressure is on hold, I will be doing it under um, Here's the Deal. So you will get episodes of Here's the Deal why punks under pressure? It's on hold. It'll be on the same feed, same RSS feed. You ain't gotta switch anything over. It's still gonna say punks under pressure, but it's gonna be here's the deal. So here's the deal. look fun. Look forward to doing that with you guys and interacting with you guys. And like I say, Jimmy will be Jimmy will be bad girl.
1: And um, yeah, who are you shooting your shout out to this week? I am shooting my shout out to late birthday, and the reason why we're together is Gilly, which his name is now C.L. Gilly. I couldn't find him the other day, but happy birthday to him. Come on, Happy birthday. And um, shout out to it was somebody I was supposed to shout out, but I can't think of it. Oh, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Shout out to the Dudes that I met at the deviant party. I can't think of your name. You went to a deviant party. How much you pay for it? I paid $45. Okay, so that's cute. I'm not paying no <laughs> 60 plus for them parties. I paid $45 that I got. I paid early admission. No, I did not go to the back room. The only reason why I paid $45. Do
0: anything really go Cause here's the deal. Deviant to me is just a whole bunch of like of the girls who are really like the fake prudes on on Twitter, and and it's like this is their chance to like um be whores for the night, and so they like get their fetish gear on, and they're not really into that lifestyle, but they so, do it for that night. Which hey, it's nothing wrong with that. That's I think that's what it is. The deviant party, like you go to express that. But um, I think oh, it still what? could be very like it's basically to me. To me, I it gives me basically just a basic club, but everybody in the jock strap. and I don't want to do that with the general public. So
1: I, with, I need a more subset of a of a crowd. Like so, from the because this is my third one I went to, um, the Atlanta version. I haven't been to the D.C. or New York, even though um, Anthro Nerv said he didn't like the New York one, mm-hmm. but the atlanta crowd is mostly what you see you see some of the only fans girls the ones that actually <laughs> let me stop the ones that actually do work on they work on the crowd and not the girls that look like they do walmart mm-hmm. so you know what i'm going with that um you see a lot of the set sirens that walk balls there and they okay stall. yeah um You do see what you call the prude girls that dress up in their skirts.
0: Is it gonna be? Is it gonna be um a a deviant party for Labor Day? I might go.
1: Oh, you probably will. No, can I? Because I'm I'm gonna tell you why, and it's not because I'm being antisocial. The last time I went on a holiday, the last time I went on a holiday for deviant, and I said I would never go again. It was it was hard. the The line was horrible. The, the line, DJ. you got a ticket. Exactly, the line was horrible. I had a oh ticket. girl, the the DJ was horrible. The girls were ski ooping. No, they wouldn't. Yes, they were. They were ski ooping. They didn't want to wear the dress code, so it was just like, oh, I can't. I ain't doing no holiday. I can't do another holiday. Oh. I had to go doing. I had to do like a regular night and all that stuff. So, but I will say, shout out to. The deviant people because they do uh, they do amazing for what is what it is and then now that everybody's getting into the quote unquote dance music and house music mm. now I'm not gonna say because of who or whose but it's definitely introducing people to what dance and house music to black people that really don't really get to experience it that makes sense yeah yeah
0: all right. I'm gonna shoot my shout out to um the listeners. Um thanks everybody um for continue to listen even through all of our um breaks and stuff when we don't put out regularly. Well, I, I think we do put out regularly. We put out at least twice a month. And y'all still come back and y'all fuck with us. And I just want y'all to keep um
1: keep listening and thank y'all. Thanks y'all. And you can find us at punkspod at gmail.com that's the email the twitter account at punkspod hashtag pod punks and you can catch me on twitter instagram at grab jimmy and for you nasty hoes um <laughs> if, you, if, if you see me in my swimsuit don't hit me up in my dms because yes that's all my ass yes oh girl well you can find me on um um just
0: find me on twitter Wisdom underscore stature. Um, I don't be on Instagram like that, so don't need boy underscore one nine eight. That is it? What is it? B underscore boy <laughs> one nine eight four. One of those. I don't know. Child. One of those. Child, it, you it, it's use stuff it, like that. Uh, my Instagram or something like that. But yeah. See y'all next time. And I'll see y'all when I
1: come back. Bye.